you deserve an escape. Come and escape with us while we provide all of your hair care and skincare needs and desires. Elysium Escape Salon is now open in Midtown Tulsa. ElysiumEscape.com. This is The Redefine with Jeremy and Christy. <laughs> Trying to get the sticker off. <laughs> of your new shoes? Yeah. Happy New Year. Happy New Year. It's The Redefine with Jeremy and Christy. What a great way to start this thing. What are you digging at? I'm, I'm trying to get the t- price tag off the bottom of my shoe. <laughs> they're, they're fun. They're bright. They're bright interior, aren't they? So, so you got those for, for Christmas? Yes, I did. And the funny part is yeah. um, they look bedazzled. And so Addie was like, Mom, did you? Did you make those yourself? Like, her whole face was judgment. Like, <laughs> like oh my God, no, um, Jessica Simpson did it. Yeah. <laughs> or by herself. Away like, her- by, by hand, Jessica Simpson did these by her <laughs> well, I'm by sure hand. she did. Yeah, she's no one more. She just has a, uh, she's a one-woman show. <laughs> right. Yeah. Just like you, Christy. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Well, welcome uh, to 2022, which we talked about this before. It's how you say it. It's 2022. Yes. No, 2022. This is right. not a sequel. It's not 2020 again. Yeah. <laughs> Thank the Lord. <laughs> oh my gosh. Um, but yes, we got a lot of fun stuff to talk about, getting to the new year. A yes. lot of fun things planned for this year, too. Oh my goodness, Jim. We have so many things planned. Hot in the kettle. Isn't that like, what What, what do they say? Things are in the, the 1800s. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> How old are you, Jim? I swear he's like the old soul. Hot in the black kettle. Yeah. We got some stuff cooking in the kettle. <laughs> I hey, I did take a class one time on kettle cooking. cooking? Like, yes. And you've never had a better dessert like that. We're talking like, like over open flame outside. Mm-hmm. Mixing it with a broom, mm-hmm. basically. Yeah. <laughs> Do I get to introduce our guest? Yes. Let's let's introduce our today, guest today. I am honored to bring on our show one of my very, very best friends, Christy Borden. Hi, Christy. Hey. <laughs> she Welcome. has like a super Seductive voice. Hello. Hey. <laughs> you'll, have, you'll do some voice work for us. When right. We, when we, <laughs> we definitely need that. No, I, hate, I hate hearing my voice on recording. No, you have an awesome voice. Wait, when you hear this. That's right. You can be like, oh, wait, Christy's right. I have a great voice. Yeah. <laughs> the nice thing is I'm the only one with headphones at the table. So you're well, it. You and it, it sounds fantastic, See? ladies. So I have invited my awesome friend on today so that we could have her share her story. She um, has gone through what I consider one of the like absolute worst things that we could go through in life. But what I love is how she does it with style and grace. Not that it's always easy, but I feel like her message that she has for people will, it already has, but most definitely will continue to impact people for years and years and years. I can only imagine even a long time from now, um, this podcast being heard from someone anywhere else in the world and they hear your story and, and how it helps transform them and their life and how you get through the day to day after what you've gone through. And you guys have known each other for how long now? 19 years. She's one of my lifers. That's amazing. She stuck with me. Yeah. <laughs> stuck with me. The beginning, yeah. When my daughter was 17 and she didn't know she was pregnant. Well, she knew she was pregnant. We didn't know. Christy was giving her the talk about the talk? What not the to do. The talk about what not to do gotcha. so she couldn't get pregnant, wouldn't get pregnant as a teenager. Mm-hmm. And she's standing there just listening and the whole time she's pregnant. <laughs> we don't know. Yeah, Christy Whoopsie. and I. What's crazy is Christy's going to be talking about Christy and Christy's going to be talking about Christy. So I we call her Borden. This will help. Okay, yeah. Borden. So Borden's daughter, okay. um, yeah, was at the salon with me and I just felt this like super urge to just talk to her about not being <laughs> a teen 
pregnant girl, you know, because sure. um, I had already lived that life. She was totally pregnant the whole time I was sitting there having that conversation with her. <laughs> and my 13-year-old granddaughter you met? Yes. I became a grandmother three days after I turned 38. Yep. Cool. <laughs> I think it's awesome. Though. After you turned 38. <laughs> yes. Yeah, well, wait what, 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 in the 30s. It's amazing how those teen pregnancies turn out sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> I don't recommend it for all you listeners out there. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> However, we all made it work. We just don't necessarily recommend it. <laughs> yeah, right. yeah, instead, um, have some fruitcake or something. Is that what we were talking about earlier? <laughs> we were talking about fruitcake. <laughs> yeah. Fruitcake toss day was Monday. Yep. Yeah. January 3rd, everybody. If you didn't go to Who school, knew? that was why. Yep. <laughs> uh, or festival. Toss day. Well, the reason we were joking about it is because, like, seriously, did anybody really still make fruitcake? Do they? Not the old school kind, right? I don't think it should have ever been invented. It's nasty. <laughs> My dad tried to give me some during Christmas. I was like, no, I don't want a brick. <laughs> a brick cake. I'll find some food. Chrissy said, that's what you make your enemies. <laughs> yeah, why people send it? Why, how did this tradition start? So like, it's terrible. That's, that's low key, like, here, just know that I hate you. Here's a fruitcake. <laughs> <laughs> and what else was it, Jeremy? Uh, on Monday, that was that. Let me see. I love like these National days. Sleep. Fest Festival of Sleep Day. Festival of Sleep. Uh huh. You know what today is? Today's the sixth. Today is <laughs> today is Cuddle Up Day. Ooh, uh, cuddle up, everybody. Yeah. National Bean Day. What? My coffee bean right here. Coffee bean, or do we uh -huh. need to make like a pot of beans? Because I'm all about that. Uh, that sounds good. I am did, did you have your black eyed peas for always? Years? I always do that. Do you, Christy? I don't like them, but I always have one bite. Yeah, one, one bite. bite. One bite works. Yeah, <laughs> one yeah. bite works. My sister sure. calls it a, a a no thank you bite. <laughs> <laughs> That's what like she's talking that. to her kids, of course. I but, like yeah. it. Yeah. <laughs> when cabbage, I mean, where I'm from, you have to have cabbage with your black eyed peas. That's right. Just don't cuddle up the whole day next day. No. Don't mix <laughs> those the whole too. thing. Those are separate. Don't eat day it before things. cuddle up day. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, wow. So back on track here. I don't know. We oh, yeah. ever, I don't I mean, think I we're ever we on can. track. But, <laughs> let's be honest. Um, but yeah, thank you so much, first off, for coming today. Christy, wanted to uh, share your story. Thank yes. you for having me. Yeah. Thank you. Just kind of wherever you want to start with it. Okay. Um, well, I had two kids. My daughter just turned 31. And on February 7th of 2020, my 26-year-old son collapsed and died in our front yard. His dad found him and did CPR until paramedics got there. And then they worked on him for close to an hour and were unable to revive him. He um, died of congestive heart failure brought on by excessive alcohol consumption. And the reason I say it like that is because I used to say he was an alcoholic. And one day I was driving home and God told me to stop putting that label on him because that doesn't define who he was. Mm -hmm. And so I no longer use that word to to talk about him. I say excessive alcohol consumption. That's good. And um, there were many days I didn't want to get out of bed. There were a couple times my husband came home and said, have you showered this week? Mm -hmm. yeah. <laughs> I said, yes, just not today. It's part of the process. <laughs> but um, thankfully, I had a community of friends and um, my church that just loved on me and supported me through the process. And um, six months ago, I started um, a year-long internship program at my church because they don't just teach you about the Bible. They teach you about 
public speaking and all of that. Because my end goal when I graduate in July is to start a nonprofit and travel the country speaking at high schools about all of the things that can happen when you drink a lot, not just drink driving, not just liver disease, because I had no idea it could cause congestive heart failure. I didn't either. Absolutely I had no, no clue. Idea. I was told by several doctors that would have killed him instantly. He wouldn't have suffered. He fell and was face down in a puddle. And when his dad turned him over, his lips were blue and his eyes were open. So he was already gone. And so my husband still lives with the, I'm so sorry, I couldn't save him. And I have to keep reminding him, babe, he was already gone. You did what you could. Mm -hmm. And so we went through counseling right away. And um, I think if we wouldn't have, we wouldn't be where we are today. Because I've known people who've lost children and they're like, "Mm, counseling's not for me. You know what? Mm -hmm. That's what my husband said too. But when you're in a situation like this, you, you do it anyway, because you have to walk through those steps and you have to, you can't do it on your own. It's a process. Yes. You need that support. Yes. Absolutely. So when you started with the counseling, what did you learn? Um, that was the first thing he said was to not blame yourself Mm -hmm. because I was blaming myself. I said, how did I know? How did I not know his problem was that bad? He lived in our home. Mm -hmm. And Brandon wasn't the type to, you know, slur his words or anything like that when he was drinking. Mm -hmm. And there would be a few times where he would get like really agitated. And I couldn't figure out why he was acting like that. But now I know it was the alcohol. But Brandon was normally... Oh, he was so funny, wasn't he? He was hilarious. Was so I love funny. that kid. He was he so funny. He wanted to go to New York and cut his teeth in the comedy world. Mm-hmm. His IQ was six points below Einstein. I mean, this kid was intelligent. Very much so. And he was the sweetest guy. The last thing he did before he died was a kind act for an elderly neighbor. It had snowed two days before, mm-hmm. and he went over and put ice melt on her porch And then he came in and got the leaf blower. And he said, I'm going to go blow her porch off. I would really hate for her to fall on that. She didn't ask him to. He just did it. That's the kind of stuff he did. And that was the last thing he did before he died. When he came back to our house, he just collapsed in the yard. And um, I thought he was still at her house. And then his dad came home and found him. Yeah. But my grandkids are, they were super close to their uncle. And so I let them come into his room the next day and pick out anything of his that they wanted so that they could have those memories. What a great thing. What is your most valuable thing that you kept from Brandon's room? Um, well, I've kept everything pretty much. Mm-hmm. Um, this is his jacket. Nice. I wear it all the time because I feel like it's him giving Hugging me a you. hug. Yes. Mm-hmm. Love that. Um, I still have all of his clothes and I'm going to make... Um, memory bears out of all of his clothes for friends and family. That's awesome. So so far my list is up to 21 people. Oh my gosh. Wow. (laughs) Brandon wasn't like a needy person. I can't imagine him having that many clothes. (laughs) Oh, he had more than you can imagine. Yes. Oh wow. Yeah. But what's really neat is he had a really tight knit group of friends Mm -hmm. like we do. Oh yes. And they still reach out to me. His best friend calls me every week. That's amazing. And oh, we talk great. for about an hour, sometimes two hours. Oh, my goodness. Um, his female friends, we get together and go to dinner often. Cool. And, yeah. Isn't it great to have that? It it's is. like a piece of him lives in That's every really day. cool. It really, yeah, it's, it's neat. 
I like that a lot. They'll reach out to me. Hey, I'm missing Brando. Can we do dinner? You know, something like that. And that means more to me than they could ever imagine. You know, that he meant that much to them. Mm -hmm. That means so much to me. For sure. I love that so much. And, you know, he's just smiling right now. Like (laughs) even just hearing us talk about it. I love it. Yeah. And then being able to, um, to watch and uh, have those stories too with his friends and and with his family as time goes on. That's really cool. If you, I mean, the, yeah, the memories of that. I have a memorial page for him on Facebook and his friend Chelsea posted something about a week or two ago. And, um, she said, I remember the time when I was at your house and you were grounded and your mom was coming home and I ran and I hid in the field behind your house. <laughs> and then she puts in there, sorry, Christy. <laughs> that is I was awesome. Like, I was like, no, I love it. I wonder I if she got her. like poison oak or <laughs> jiggers or anything like <laughs> hide in the field. So yeah, I was hiding the whole time. I was probably <laughs> doing the army crawl across yeah. the yard. <laughs> Half the on my elbows. No big deal. <laughs> <laughs> I love those stories. Those are great. Yeah. <laughs> so Christy, through counseling um, and all that, I've done some myself. And so one of the most valuable things that I took from counseling um, is just obviously learning about the process. So today to end our show, I'd like to really talk about the process of that because a lot of people lose. I mean, mine was my dad, yours was your son and daughters, mothers, best friends, whatever they are. Um, I think that it's very helpful for people to understand the process, how to get out of the deep, dark hole, how to get yourself out of bed, how to do the mind over matter situation when you're just laying there and you don't want to live life anymore because they're not there to live it with you, the process of that. So for me, my biggest takeaway was learning to give yourself some patience and mercy and grace for at least like 18 months Yes, to where, because it kind of consumes you. It does. Time does heal. It's not the only thing that helps heal, but time is a huge factor. So I do believe that after after 18 months, it's like you can live through the day and you still think about them, but it just doesn't consume you. And say what you said earlier, because I really like I, that. I think about him every day, but now I don't cry every day. Yes. I can get through the day without crying. To me, that's encouraging to hear that because you know that you're walking through that process of recovery when you can say something like yes. that. Yes. I, I did take a recovery class mm-hmm. in my internship at the church, um, and it talks about all of the roots that we have in our hearts that causes certain branches to grow out of us. So depending on what the root is in your heart, it's going to depend on those branches, which is going to depend on the actions that you take in life. And it will help you understand, that's why I do this. That's why I do that. And cool. it's and really neat to to dig up those roots mm-hmm. and plant new roots. Oh, wow. I've never heard that concept ever. Oh, really? Yeah. yeah I mean, to, I'll have to least borrow the book. Yes, I'm all about the tree of life and, you know, understanding all of that, but I've never heard it spoken in that term, like yeah. dig up roots. Do you know yeah, the name of the, of the book? It's called Keys to Freedom. I have, I have the book. Keys to Freedom is a workbook. Okay. So you have to actually go through and you do work. Nice. And then the the sister book to it is called Ditch the Baggage. And they're by oh Nancy Alcorn. That would be good. Who is the author again? Nancy Alcorn. Okay. Good. Wow. We'll have to learn about that, Jeremy. I like that. I just love the whole thought process behind um, there's root in your heart. Just knowing that you can dig up old roots and plant new ones. Yes. That's refreshing to me. 
And it's all based on actions, you said. So yes, what like, do you want to do with that? Like what you have rooted in your heart, that's going to lead to the actions you take in life. Just like um, my mom died when I was 14. My dad died when I was 24. I've lost a brother to suicide, a brother, brother to heroin overdose. But I never got help with any of that. And one day my son said to me, Mom, I think that might be what has caused you to be a control freak. And I was like, makes sense. Wow. That right. and we're Virgos. Yeah. <laughs> oh, she's a Virgo? We're gotcha. both Virgos, okay. yeah. <laughs> we're Christie's and we're Virgos. And yeah. Dangerous. I'm overpowered Dangerous today. duo. But and I like it. it. Yeah. <laughs> but it was when I started doing this that I realized my dad had told me when my mom died when I was 14, I will never put a woman ahead of you. And that was exactly what he did when a woman from his past came around. And he moved away and left me basically homeless my sophomore, junior, and senior year of high school. I bounced around between friends, both my sisters and uncle and ex-sister-in-law's house. And none of that ever, it didn't hit me until I started taking this class. I was like, mm-hmm. I have abandonment issues. My dad abandoned me. He did, yeah. yeah. And it never hit me. So then it was like, oh, wow, that's the reason I do this. That's the reason I do that. Mm-hmm. And so it was huge. It was a huge eye-opening thing. Isn't that crazy? Like, what age do you have to get to? And everybody's different. I'm right. proud of people who can do it earlier in life. Me too. Deal with that abandonment, and they realize it and deal with it earlier versus waiting. I mean, you and I have had children and grandchildren, and we've lived and we've lived, and and it, we just now start working yes. through things. This happened when I was 14. Yes. And I'm 51 now. It yes. took me that many years to realize it. Isn't that crazy? Yes. I mean, it's just amazing. So I I love to inspire and encourage people. Like, let's work it out now. Get it out of your heart. Get it out so that you can enjoy right. this little bit of life that we have. But After dealing with night. those yes. underlining issues. I love that Brandon, of all people, of course he pointed out. Of course out. he pointed of out, right? Of course he knew. <laughs> you know, he didn't have to. And that's what I'm saying. Like, his generation yeah. right now, they are learning to work through those things earlier in life. Yes. And so that she would have been 28, very true. right? Yeah. He'd be 28 right now? He'd be 28. If you don't deal with it. It's always going to be there. Always. Always going to be haunting you. Yes. So you have to learn to deal with it and walk through it and learn how to get past it. Wow. Otherwise, it will continue to haunt you throughout your life. I agree. One thing is that I really, what, the reason I really want to travel and talk to kids at high schools is if I can save one parent from losing a child, it would be worth repeating his story every day, no matter how painful it is for me. I will repeat his story every day for the rest of my life if it saves one child. Wow. Yes. Wow. You're so strong. That's Brian. yeah, very strong. <laughs> so Christy. That's that's pretty cool. Um, for the end of ours before Fishbowl Wisdom, I would like Christy to share about a song that just that was released last month. Yes. Tell us about okay, that, Christy. So oh, cool. Okay, yeah. There is a country star named Jay Allen who mm-hmm. lost his mom and he wrote a song called Whiskey Prayer. And um, about two and a half, three months ago, I saw on Instagram, it said, if you would like a lost loved one featured in the music video, please share their story, send us some pictures and videos. And I did that. Mm -hmm. And then two and a half, three weeks ago, I got a letter to sign, giving them authorization to use his picture. So his picture is featured in their music video. And the music video is? It's called Whiskey Prayer. It's by Jay Allen. By Jay Allen. Isn't that cool? That is cool. We'll have to uh, check that out for sure. Yeah, and, and shout out to Jay Allen for doing something yes. like that. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. So today, ready for Fishbowl Wisdom? 
I'm working on it. Okay. <laughs> so I'll explain. So Fishbowl Wisdom, if uh, you're just now joining the podcast or if you haven't heard any of these yet, I would like to end everything with something positive or motivational and be a good way to set intentions for the rest of your day. Okay. So I found a kind of cool one. Overthinking kills happiness. That is so true. So true. Very true. And takes years away from you. It does. When you live in the moment, you know, live for today and you're not overthinking it too much because, man, we can go deep in our heads. And I think sometimes that's why I don't go there because it does kill my happiness Yeah. in the moment. There's yeah. a, a Christian song that talks about not borrowing from tomorrow, like worrying about tomorrow when you're not even there yet. Yes. So... I like that. Tomorrow yeah. has its own adventures. Why are we wasting right. today on tomorrow? I like <laughs> yeah. I like it. Living so, moments again. Overthinking kills happiness. Overthinking kills happiness. That's true. I believe it. Mm-hmm. So don't overthink. Oh, Going man. into this new year, don't overthink. That's a good one. Yeah. Get out of your head while you've been in. Maybe that is a tailspin. Maybe that's just been boy, anything that we probably have addressed in the past last few episodes we've talked about. If you are in a spot where you don't want to be in, especially if it's like that, if it's, if it's unhappy. Yeah, if you're in that deep, dark hole, you know, you lost someone recently and you don't want to get out of bed. And you, what are you going to do if you lay in bed? You lay there and you think and you overthink and you mm-hmm. overthink and you think. At least that's what I do. I don't know what everyone else Keeps does. Keeps you up at night. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it takes away your happiness. One of the hardest but most important things is taking control of your thoughts. Because yes. your thoughts become actions, your actions become habits. So it's very, very important to take control of your thoughts. Good message. Good message. I've always heard that the body follows where the mind leads well, so much goodness coming out of this episode that's right um but yeah thank you so much again for your story christine thanks for coming you, on the show Christy. cheers cheers and happy new year happy new year, happy new year. Happy new year.